Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Every month, we're updating patreon.com slash youhatemovies with episodes of You Hate Movies, including regular installments of beloved You Hate Movies staple, The Movie News, or The Moves. This month, enjoy a free Patreon episode on us, and think about making your way to patreon.com slash youhatemovies, where, for the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can get regular episodes of your favorite argumentative movie podcast. Now it's time for another episode of The Moose, again, without Tyler Hands, who may or may not have ever existed. Right. At this point, he certainly doesn't exist. He's dead. All right, can I go now? <laughs> Stop it. Stop he doesn't it. exist anymore. He's already dead. <laughs> I forget what he looks like. I forget what his laugh sounds like anymore. I'll yeah. never forget. <laughs> For the last month, I've been, um, I've just been doing this thing where I just live in the w- woods, and uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, like no clothes and or contact with people, and all I had was this kind of ratty uh, old photo of Tyler um, that right. I <laughs> that I would that I would store uh, somewhere. Uh, you'll have to do the math on that. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then tell us more. <laughs> one day I was up a tree and I <laughs> realized that I could no longer access the photo again. You work it out. <laughs> and I started weeping, just tears pouring down my face. Like, I can't remember what he looks like. Just <laughs> an absolutely disgusting, naked, filthy man up a tree. Yeah, in the middle of at this middle point, of a park, I'm guessing. I have dreadlocks, <laughs> dreadlocks, involuntary cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm just smeared in grime, right? Just ten feet from my house. <laughs> yeah, this is just in Liam's backyard. We're watching him crying in the wilderness. He's like, "Come in, we got HBO Max in here." <laughs> Dude, Michael gave me his login from his <laughs> connection. <laughs> his he said not remember. to use it, but I don't think he minds. <laughs> Why would you give him one? <laughs> he said not to use it. <laughs> it's been hard, but Liam's here. Bongiorno. What's still, happening? Still trying to get HBO Max. <laughs> no. Michael Dumont's on the show, and he is stealing HBO Max. I sure am. Well, no, it's an even fair trade. I get HBO Max. They get Amazon Prime. Wow, just working the system. Even Steven. Yep. Patrick's here. He yep. has both of those. Let me hear. I have them all. <laughs> Vanessa's back on the show. Hello. You also have streaming services. And a picture of Tyler. Oh, nice. Can I look at it, please? <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm here. My only picture of Tyler uh, was uh, soiled beyond belief and then disintegrated. <laughs> Again, you you fill in the gaps. I think that before we talked about in a previous episode that uh, he seems to be have disappeared from the pictures, but before he was in it, but his face was smudged like mm-hmm. in the ring. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Then next time we looked, they were just gone. Like he smudged was never with there. what? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, Vaseline. There was, a, there was a strange smudge on there. <laughs> well, but you know, it's a mystery. Anyway, I got some headlines. Uh, and Abby's not on the show tonight, so we've asked Vanessa to do Vanessa's audit. Woohoo! Uh, 
Um, Vanessa's, I don't know what alliteration you can mm, do with V. That's tough. Get ready. Michael, you've been coming up with a lot of great names for things lately. Can you work out something there? Yeah, just give me a minute. Don't let okay. me down. We'll come back. Let's we'll all sit quietly. We'll come back. You have by the time we get to the the audit section. Yeah. To name yeah. it, I'll have something. Well, first of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Neil Blomkamp, director of sci-fi masterpiece District Nine, and then some other movies that the world didn't like, mm. but we loved Chappie. We Chappie. love Chappie. Yeah. 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 We appreciate Liam, how do you Alicia. feel about Chappie? I like Chappie, you old okay. chapster. And uh, Elysium, what do you think about that? About what? Elysium. Uh, I guess I give it three stars. It's worth seeing once. There you go. And what yeah. do you think about the musical stylings of D'Antward? Oh, gosh. No one's asked me that question before. I don't Their know. I'll tolerate videos. it. <laughs> Their music videos are great. Yeah. Anyway, here's the thing that I'm worried about. So, to me personally, Neil Blomkamp has, I like all his movies. One of them I love deeply. Elysium to me is pretty cool. Like, uh, the first time I saw it was a little bit disappointing, but you revisit it and it looks wa- great. I warm to yeah. it. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Yeah. I liked Chappie and the world hated it. Now he has a new movie out called uh, Demonic. Is yeah. it? It's out now. Yeah. Okay. It's an IFC oh. release. La di da. Uh, and I think that it's just doing like a limited run. It might already. They might have already dumped it on VOD. And it is a sci-fi take on like a demon possession story. That, which hmm, that sounds like cool. Event Horizon. Does, uh, maybe I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I really. Do, I haven't it seen. It does the trailer. sound cool, huh? I just know that it's called demonic and that it's like supernatural horror, but with a sci-fi twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just being reviled by critics. I mean, I've saw headlines that said things like laughably inept, despicable in every way. It was like in the single digits uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah, and I don't, I don't like that. That bums me out because I like this guy. I want him to keep making movies, but I, I imagine there's only so much abuse you can take before you start to lose steam as a filmmaker. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't playing around here. Um, he made this in quarantine, right? Yes. So hmm. maybe that's why he did sink a bunch of time into a series of experimental films. What were those called again? Oats. 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 And uh, they're definitely worth watching. Some of them were actually great, and a few of them were at least interesting. Uh, But I had been wanting to see... I'm like, man, make a real movie. Make another real movie. And it doesn't seem like his comeback is being lauded. And all the journalism surrounding the movie is kind of going like, well, it's official. He was a fluke. you know. Oh. But he's not. Yeah, but the the critics haven't liked anything beyond District 9. So is this? Do you think this this might be a chappy situation where it's actually great? Could be. I hope so. Oh, I've be. never even thought about that perspective. I have new hope now. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. That's yeah. that's We're the back. exciting thing about a polarizing filmmaker like this is you really don't know if it's you can't trust the critic reviews on it. Mm-hmm. It's true. I agree. Yeah, but it's at least a little discouraging in that I would love to see him make another movie that the world loves. Probably yeah. would feel nice for Mister mm-hmm. Blomkamp. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's uh, promoting the movie, going around doing the journalism circuit, and people, uh, of course, are asking him about his other movies that haven't been made yet. He keeps promising to make District 10 and won't do it. Um, hmm. Maybe he's afraid that he's going to ruin the only thing that the world loved. I would be. That's got to be a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't know if you guys remember, but he was attached to make an alien, um, what do we call it when you scrub away some of the continuity? Retcon? Yeah, an alien retcon movie. Right. He was going to make a sequel to Aliens. Okay. That would retcon three resurrection Prometheus and all the other crap. What so I'm sorry, what is that? I'm still not familiar with that term retcon. So it pieces them together or turns it in another direction? Turns it it just basically acts right. as if these other things didn't happen. Oh, uh, okay. Right, um, like the okay. recent Halloween movie. Yeah, exactly. Pretends none of the other ones existed, okay. just a sequel to the first one. Dark okay. Fate, hmm. Terminator Dark Fate did the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And it just picked up where after Terminator 2 and it's not just that these movies are like oh you know we're more connected to the other things they have to make decisions that make no sense in light Mm -hmm. of the continuity in the movies like in Terminator 3 Sarah Connor's dead but in Terminator Dark Fate Sarah Connor's the star of the movie they Mm -hmm. just picked up where T2 left off and ignore the other ones so he was going to make a sequel to Aliens with Sigourney Weaver there was some concept art that he had done online that looked really cool i thought the guy who made district nine making an alien movie my god please save this franchise they it can't possibly be any worse mm-hmm. so I mean, you might as well try mm-hmm. um, but then it yeah. fell apart he was also attached to make a soft reboot which is basically just means a sequel a long time later of robocop and I also thought I, I can't imagine anywhere yeah. anyone better to yeah. do a sequel yeah. of. Got so excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Robocop because he's got that same kind of hyper stylized, ultra violent style that makes Robocop so special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that fell apart. And uh, anyway, he talked about the Alien fiasco, and this is what he said: "You guys aren't going to like this after all the hate that we did on Alien Covenant." He said that um, he thinks that. Ridley Scott watched Chappie and said, get this guy off the project. (laughs) He said, it's possible, this is a quote, it's possible that Ridley watched Chappie and he was like, this guy can't do aliens. Let's just go ahead and move on without him. Oh, man. He went on to say, they asked him if he had asked Ridley Scott about it personally. And Neil Blomkamp said, I'm not going to work on a film for two years and have the rug pulled out from underneath me and then go hang out and have beers. It's exactly why I don't want to do IP based on other people's stuff ever again. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I didn't realize you put so much work into it. Me either. Into developing it. Two years, that's a lot of pre-production. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder though, you know, like you work on something, you have to mail it to somebody, that takes a while. So the two years really turns into like a week. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Have you ever work. sent something in the mail before? The, the rich man, they don't know. It takes okay, forever. Grandpa. <laughs> grandpa, you got to go to the post office to mail it. And thank God, Ridley Scott stopped him from making movies, and then continued to make those alien movies that are just yeah. Grandpa bad. Scott is making a mess. Isn't he like eighty now? This Joker's still doing crap. Yeah, he's got that uh, new Night movie with Ben Affleck and. No, no. Is it Matt Damon and... I just saw... Something I, I asked me what you were talking about. Medieval movie? Yeah. Huh? 
What are you Adam. saying? Adam. Adam? Yeah. Is that what it's called? No, the other actor. Oh, Adam, oh, Adam Driver. Um, Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that thing and I saw Ridley Scott's thing. I said, yeah. what? At some point, he you just gotta, gotta be mumbling behind a monitor and they're like, we know what he wants it to look like. Uh, we yeah. kind of, I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of Tim Burton uh, doing stupid things, uh, did you guys know Tim that Tim Burton <laughs> is making a TV show about Wednesday Adams for Netflix? Finally. Oh. Okay. Okay. It gets weirder. Listen to this official. Sub- this With is the official logline. The ser- this series is a sleuthing. Supernaturally infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams' years as a student at Nevermore Academy. She t- wait, it gets better. Wednesday attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, thwart a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town, and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very tangled relationships at Nevermore. Sounds kind of like, I don't know, Sabrina. Sounds huh. bad is what it sounds like. Horrible. Oh, is it a cartoon horrible. or is it like something animated or will it actually be? Just live action. Okay. Mm. Whatever, man. Tim yeah, Burton man. needs to sit down. It's going to have Thora Birch and... Y'all remember Dumbo? Uh, Thora Birch? Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't Dumbo. watch Dumbo. I didn't watch see it. Dumbo. Yeah, me neither. Wolver. Tim Burton is uh, like, to me, a bit like Shyamalan. It's like this man used to be such a powerhouse talent, so unique, yeah. And especially amongst like Hollywood mainstream yeah. blockbuster filmmakers, and then he just started to make a doo doo and never stopped. Mm-hmm. Imagine Tim Burton got RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, RoboCop would have been black and white stripes. Yeah, Did you come up with a name for the uh, new audit, Michael? Well, I've got a couple options, and none of them are good. Okay, um, you got. I mean, it's Nessa's news. I don't know. Okay, okay. Not Next. What about Vanessa's vamp? Like, you know, you vamp on something, you're kind of like talking about mm-hmm. it. Vanessa's mm-hmm. vamp. Nessa There's alliteration there. Yeah. yeah. Up next with Nessa? I don't know. Okay. Oh. Wow. None of these are good. No, we don't like them. It's em. your fault for having a name that doesn't rhyme with anything. Yeah, your name's no good. Yeah. I like my name. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like my name. <laughs> See? See? It's catching. Thanks, my girl. You can use it. Mm-hmm. Veda Sultanfus? Tough break. <laughs> I like my name. Uh, Vanessa's Vamp? What do you think about all that? Summarize it to it the audience. It stinks. <laughs> say, say back to us everything we just said, but in a sentence and in your own words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chappy guy makes a demonic movie everyone hates. And he talked about making a bunch of other crap. That's yep. what I heard. Yeah, yeah that's about man. it. That's right. yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> that Michael said Tim Burton needs to sit down. Dang. Yeah. He does, mm-hmm. man. I didn't see Dumbo, to be fair. Yeah. I saw like it. A, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. I think Big Fish was his last good movie. That was a good one. Beyond good. It was off. great. Oh, wow. Big Fish was mm-hmm. great. Big Fish is it. And it's the most uncharacteristic of the Tim Burton movies. It should have been his last movie. Wouldn't that be a great last movie? That would have been a great uh, swan song for sure. Ah, ah, All right. Speaking of uh, Ed Asner dying, he's dead. Aw. That's Santa from Elf. Be back with his wife from Up. 
with all the balloons. Yeah. So is he in that show? Because the show's just like the dog, him. right? Santa, he's in. He talks in the trailer. Sounded like him. Are they making a show? He up? just died, so he probably had time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a great Santa. <laughs> the claws are real. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, sorry to the podcast listeners. Um, <laughs> get attacked by a cat. There's a cat claws. here in here in You Hate Movie Studios. There's a cat. And, oh, he's uh, frisky. <laughs> went for my feet. No, there's not. What are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vanessa's vamp on Ed Asner. Oh. <laughs> Send the kids away out of the room. Santa's dead. Yep. Santa oh, man. is dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Remember when he showed up on Storybots? That was great. Ooh, Speaking of yeah. uh, death. At a bar. There's a new Expendables movie coming, part four. Wow. Really? It's going to bring back Stallone, Jason Statham, and more. <laughs> that is the gimmick. And Arnie? Will Arnie be in it? Probably. Sure. That would make sense. I've seen um, all these movies. I don't mind them. Did you like part three? Part three sucked. Yeah, but yeah. Part you go to terrible. watch it because it sucks. I we thought it was like one was just okay. Two was a great time. Yeah. Two was with Van Damme, right? Van Damme was the bad guy? Is that right? Or uh, who's the this w- is this is honestly how I remember them. I remember one being like, this is a cool premise, but it seemed kind of, uh, you know, like that someone had bottled it. It was PG-13 or something like that. Oh, I don't know, honestly. Or it just didn't fully embrace itself. Right. And then part two was absolutely bananas. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Like people were exploding. It was more like yeah. Rambo 4 or something. Yeah. I Ooh, thought, nice. which one was Stone Cold in? The first one, right? I think he's in the first one. Right, because he broke Stallone's back when they were filming. And then we got all excited for three because two was so fun, and then uh-huh. we were falling asleep. Who was in three? Um, I'm looking now. Turns out uh, Van Damme was in part two. Yeah, so he was the villain in that. Yeah. Who was the bad guy in part three? It was bad. Uh, and Van Damme was good in it, too. Yeah, he was, was good. Like yeah. actually charismatic. And There's so many people in these movies. Oh, there he is. Kelsey Grammer. He was great. As the, <laughs> as the Beast? Yep. As Frazier. No, as Beast. Yeah. He dons the blue fur once more. <laughs> anyway, why is that? there any more details on Expendable <laughs> 4? What was that sound? That, that was, was the beast. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, so there's no details four. on part That's four? It. That's it. We need Vanessa's pants. Oh, okay. It's just neat that Stallone's still doing this and in his 70s. He's also uh, gearing up to release a director's cut of Rocky Four. Mm. A director's cut of Rocky Four that will eliminate the robot butler. Impossible. There is no film without the <laughs> robot butler. Yeah, bold move. The rub the robot butler has been my arguing chip all these years against people who swear that Rocky Four is the best, if not one of the best in the franchise. I'm like, how can you say that the movie with a robot butler? Uh-huh. This came up on an episode, and we were wondering if him and if the robot and Polly were <laughs> romantically <laughs> <Yeah>. involved. <laughs> I think they were I lovers. I remember that one. <laughs> I think they were lovers. And not only is there a robot butler, there's like a dance number. Like the robot butler dances. It's like just imagine now. Imagine Creed, the the wonderful film Creed that we all agree is near perfect. Yeah. In that universe, there's a robot butler somewhere sitting in a warehouse. He mm-hmm. fi- yeah. he goes into yeah. like the ruins of that Rocky's mansion and finds the like head. And the movie's about him trying to <laughs> bring the butler back. And then it just turns into a crossover with Real Steel. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that. Um, hardware. Remember hardware? Yep. Yeah. Without the robot butler, how will you talk people out of liking I don't know. Maybe I'll see the director's cut and think it's a lot better. I don't know. I think once Rocky gets rich, it loses its charm. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see rich Rocky. It's hard to identify. He's so yeah. rich. He's got a robot butler. And it's kind of got the same problem as Up. People are always like, yeah, but the training montage. We're like, well, of course that's cool. The training montage is cool in every movie, and he's out in the snow and crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of the movie in Up? Oh, yeah, but didn't you cry at that montage? That's like three minutes. What about the rest of the yeah, movie? Yeah, but the yeah. dog talks, y'all. Yeah. I, I like the rest of Up a lot. It is appreciated since I complained about it. <laughs> I watched it again with children, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. not so bad. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. The bird? It's Great crazy, bird. but it's pretty good. Yeah, the bird. The bird. Okay. Uh, Vanessa's vamp. Get all that in the there. Double V. Some, some more expendables. Some mm-hmm. Watch some old saggy old grandpas blow crap up. Yep. Um. So far, so good. Then we somehow some robot human love. (laughs) We went there. (laughs) It could happen. (laughs) It does happen. Trust Um. me. (laughs) I'm working on this Tyler bot. It's a real episode of Black Mirror over here. (laughs) I'm feeding it all his text messages. (laughs) Yeah. And live journal entries. Will he also be our butler? That's the idea. He Isn't that rebel. the purpose of all so robots? Tyler's going to be our butler. And if he tries to rebel, I'm going to trap his consciousness into my ecobe. Yeah. Mm. My thermostat. Mm. Instead of Alexa, I'm going to be like, hey, Tyler. And then you ask him for movie reviews. You're like, hey, Tyler, the light comes on. What did you think about Neil Blomkamp's Demonic? And he'll go, eh. <laughs> Whoa, it's like uh, he's he's here in the room. Yep. Yeah, take that, Tyler. Hey, you guys love that chemistry, and now there's going to be more of a Jungle Cruise sequel officially in the works at Disney. Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt to return. Yeah. I thought that would happen. What's the new Pirates, man? Yeah. Is it All doing right. a good uh, box office, obviously? It had huge numbers because it did yeah. the thing that uh, the interesting release schedule where they released it simultaneously you could watch it at home on disney plus if you paid for it or go see in the theater and it did a really good opening theater weekend and it did a really good disney plus weekend so it made a crap ton of money okay so you think that's kind of like the model moving forward is this whole like released in the theater and for 20 bucks at home they don't want that because the theaters are mad because it drops off pretty bad pretty big in the second week so the studios make a crap ton of money and the theaters suffer. Mm-hmm. And then like the whole Scarlett Johansson lawsuit. I don't know if that's a moose thing coming up. But she's saying. It's not. So go ahead and talk oh, about yeah. it. She's supposed to be getting uh, a lot of royalties based on, I guess, the ticket theaters. Sales. T- ticket sales. And okay. then when they decided to change the format of how it's released, it was a breach of contract. Uh-huh. And now she is biting the hand that feeds her, so to speak. Right. And it, sound, it sounds like rightfully so, but man, what an ugly public battle that's going to be. Mm-hmm. She's showing Disney to get her money back. I'm like, well, that's a good thing your character's dead, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she'd be in those movies anymore. The rich get richer. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. They asked Kevin Feige about it at like a Marvel event or something, and he was like, yeah, it's embarrassing. I was like, what else is he going to say? Yeah. Yeah, he's, huh. he's the master... Uh, Dodger of questions. Yeah. They've got all that extra money. They should kick some over our way, you know? 
Yeah. It's the Stop least they suing could each do. other and just, just give yeah. it to us instead. Yeah, Mickey, I know you're listening. We need money for our Tyler robot. Yeah. <laughs> we just missed dancing. so much. We, we, need, we need a lot of R&D into specific parts. <laughs> Tyler never danced. This one does. Well, <laughs> it has to be accurate. Yeah, I don't think programming it to dance like Tyler's going to be all that hard. I've seen it in real life. It's it's fine. We're going to... That part will be... He gets jiggy with it. Yeah. Does thing. I guess that's fine. Vanessa's <laughs> vamp. Tyler can't dance, I guess. Yeah, that's it. And we need a lot of money. So if anybody has any to put towards the robot... Yeah, but what about Jungle Cruise? And he Jungle said, Cruise, part two, the revenge. Well, he didn't really say anything about two Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise, part two. We were that's about that's true. We, we pivoted away from it almost instantaneously. Two Jungle Cruise. I mean, what is there to say? Yeah. Patrick's the only one who's seen it. Yeah, Jungle's the, still um, cruising. You know, it usually takes a long time to make big movies like that. So The Rock travels with his gym. And he sets it up wherever he goes, a, a full gym. Wow. wow. And he doesn't let anyone else use it, as I understand it. He let Emily Blunt use it. Oh. Yeah. Aw. That's what they say, because they had that chemistry. And you think, like, moving someone's facility of any kind, that's got to be tough. But the whole point of a gym is to be heavy. Uh-huh. That's a lot of stuff to move. There's a lot of stuff to move. They probably have robots doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe The Rock should have moved it. Maybe he I know it's part yeah, of his if workout. Yeah, he's so strong. Yeah, why does he move the room? Yeah, mm. it's part of your workout. Just move your gym from place to place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Rock's recently in, in, uh, come into a brand new physique for his new Shazam movie spinoff, right? Black Adam. You guys excited for that? Really? I'll see it. Uh, yeah, I'll excited see it. is not necessarily the word, but I'll I'll probably watch it. A new like physique? Shazam. What do you mean? Like he's getting bigger or smaller? Every now and then he's like, oh, I got a new physique. Kind of looks the same, you know? But yeah. he's like, oh, I... I toned down or got bigger you know i don't know i just feel like his skin is just gonna start splitting like mine does in the winter time because it's so dry out mm. that's the idea that's the goal that's how you know you're there it's like ah so every winter time you he know hatches my like epidur- like <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just uh what's it? he just molts <laughs> <laughs> and a new baby rock emerges yeah. a boss baby, if you go a boss baby rock and, uh, <laughs> if you make your way around the basic vicinity of where liam lives you might see a trans- a yellowy transparent liam shaped husk where, is that where you've from been a lately light pole. is that where you've been the wind blows and it mm-hmm. cracks away it's mm. really disturbing watching him do it too. He cries the whole time. <laughs> no, I don't. Don't look at me. It's screaming. Molting. <laughs> Why are you watching? He invited me. I don't know. <laughs> look at this. I'm so he said it was gonna off. be HBO <laughs> Max. <laughs> You're just over there eating your pork. No, hey, look, kids. There yeah. goes Liam. Ah. He's doing it again. <laughs> anyway, Vanessa's van. The first of the month. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're still on Jungle Cruise. <laughs> So at oh, Jungle Cruise, we haven't even moved on yet. <laughs> Talk about Liam's husk. What? It's Liam's husk. Oh well, apparently only Patrick's been invited to see it, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Sexy husk. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Husky. Why husky? When oh, uh. Boy. 
when, <laughs> when I he invited me to watch him molt, it was just once, and he was just blasting the thong song. <laughs> He came in out of his husk with the thong on. <laughs> Let me <laughs> see. <laughs> That's just vamp. Thong, 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 thong. Tom Cruise did not want to make Top Gun Maverick without Val Kilmer. How about that? Okay. Did he? No, he's in it. Val oh, Kilmer's he in it. I don't know if you guys know this. I didn't learn this until just recently, but Val Kilmer uh, had a battle with throat cancer, and yeah. he had to get a tracheostomy, mm-hmm. which means that he can't talk much anymore. or some. I don't know the extent of the damage, but his speaking voice was severely damaged. There's a biography or a... Um, a memoir. A memoir, right? On, is it on Hulu? Yeah. It's something. Yeah. It's on something. Does anyone sure. have a subscription? Yeah, I got me some. Why Hulu. are you jealous? Nice. A little bit. I'm actually on Bethany's Hulu. Isn't that funny? Oh hey. wow! Hey, look at that! Mm. I didn't know she was giving that out. Good to know. Here's a quote. Uh, <laughs> this her is password is Bruckheimer, the producer of uh, Top Gun Maverick. Bruckheimer said of Tom Cruise, "Tom said we have to have Val. We have to have him back." We have to have him in the film. He was the driving force, Tom. We all wanted him, but Tom was really adamant that he's going to, if he's going to make another Top Gun, Val had to be in it. Yeah, I'll be interested to see uh, how, how uh, Iceman is involved. Hmm. What the pro- that performance looks like. I haven't seen Top Gun since childhood, so I'm interested to revisit yeah. prior I, to Maverick. I don't... I will say, in my professional opinion, it's not worth watching. But this next one, I think, would be fun. Not even worth watching. Well, no, it's well, people it, love it, Top Gun, but when I was a kid, I didn't care about it because it's like a freaking airplane movie. I didn't like mm-hmm. it. That, it's just like, it wasn't. People were like, oh, the dog fights. You can't see anything. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge problem in a movie. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point of movies <clears throat> is to look at them. You yeah. know, what was far better is Hot Shots. Hot, Hot shots, shots is far good. better. Yeah, I, I have my mother's eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh, topper, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got some uh, three fun ones to end with. You guys ready for these? Yep. First, this one made me mad. I read this today, actually. Frank Oz, uh, who is a famous director in his own right and an actor. In fact, he actually showed up in Knives Out as the lawyer for some reason. I don't know if That's you guys right. that Frank yeah. Oz was the lawyer. He was also Jim Henson's right-hand man throughout Jim Henson's career and life, and he was a Muppeteer, um, and he operated and voiced some of the most iconic Muppets, and also Yoda. Who is not an iconic Muppet. He's not an iconic Muppet. He's an iconic said, Jedi. But also. And uh, Frank Oz, he uh, directed the screen adaptation of the musical Little Shop of Horrors, which features one of the greatest puppet characters in a movie. You still watch that thing today, and you're, man, that thing looks incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a mouth movement in that plan. Mm-hmm. All that to say, Frank Oz recently said um, during an interview, this is some intense stuff. He was talking to The Guardian, and he said that he would love to, they were just asking him about stuff he's doing in his career, what he wants to do next. He said, I would love to do The Muppets again, but Disney doesn't want me. 
and Sesame Street hasn't asked me for 10 years. They don't want me because I won't follow orders and I won't do the kind of Muppets they believe in. He went on to say, the soul's not there. The soul is what makes things grow and be funny, but I miss them and love them. Frank Oz was famously critical of everything Disney has done with the Muppets, saying they don't understand the characters. Now, I'll disagree with Frank Oz and say that the Jason Segel-led Muppets reboot, I thought, was great and captured the yeah. essence of the Muppets. Really fun. I thought it was pretty movie. honest. Yeah. yeah. Everything since then, Muppets Most Wanted is a, f- a fine movie. It doesn't have the same magic as the Muppets. It's Jason better than Segel. like uh, Treasure Island, Muppet Treasure it's Island. It's better than Treasure Island, yes. That's not um, true. But then... What? Ooh, contention. You like Muppet Treasure yeah, Muppet Island? Muppet Treasure Island is better than most wanted. Muppet Treasure Island is a good time. It's got Tim Curry. He goes, that guy goes, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, Jim. It's great. <laughs> Tim Curry is in Muppet Treasure Island. That part's true. <laughs> it's great. Be that as it may, ever since then, Disney has not known what to do with the Muppets. They made a primetime adult Muppet show that was short-lived and people hated. I thought it was pretty funny, personally. It was pretty it was funny. It was like 30 Rock. It was. Yeah, it was, like was kind of like 30 good. Rock or The Office, but with Muppets. Mm. People didn't know what to do with it. Then they started doing some bad web shorts. They fired Steve Whitmire, who's been doing Kermit since Jim Henson died. Now Kermit sounds weird. They made a mess of it, so they don't they don't know what they're doing. Ooh. But then oh. listen to this. Uh, Frank Oz went on to say, and this is a direct quote, the Disney deal is probably what killed Jim. It made him sick. I didn't realize it was that long ago that Disney took over. Yes. He was working on that deal just prior to dying. Uh, That seems like a serious accusation. Yeah, he must be really mad about this situation. Uh, And and it is a shame because the Muppets... I do like the Jason... uh, Siegel. Siegel, not Lee. And Sudeikis. Yeah. That movie I thought was really fun. But... It does seem like they do not know what to do with the Muppets. And it seems like there was a magic there. Why not get one of the guys who created the magic to help? To yeah, them? I think that the only reason that the Jason Siegel one works so good is because it doesn't seem like it was Disney's thing at all. And if you know the story, it wasn't. Jason Siegel kind of had a lot of success with that Sarah Marshall movie. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what do you want to do now? And he was like, can I make a deal to make a Muppet movie? And Disney was like, what? You want to make a this like reputable comedian wants to make a Muppet movie? I guess, yeah, sure. Do what you want. And they, they let, let him have guy, carte blanche. Yeah, and then he a, yeah. made a love letter Muppet movie. And then Disney's like, nah, we got it from here. And they yeah. clearly don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Hmm. It's a shame. I thought for a while that Frank Oz, he's kind of an incendiary figure. He's always been like this. He just shoots from the hip. Oh, straight shooter, Frank. Uh, I thought maybe that he was... He had a touch of uh, the sour grapes with some of his old properties. But then, interestingly, he did not participate in the Dark Crystal Netflix series, even though he co-directed the film. And I thought that that was really bizarre. I couldn't, no one knew why he was uh, not participating. Everybody's like, where's Frank Oz? Right. Everybody else came back, all these puppeteers and voices and writers. And, um, but then eventually he commented on it. And lo and behold, he said he thought it was fantastic. He didn't say why he didn't participate. Maybe he just didn't have the time or something. But he was like, they did an absolutely brilliant job. So I was like, oh, I guess he's not just a curmudgeon. He 
He's willing to admit when he thinks hmm. somebody got it right. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't realize you liked it that much. I should good. watch that. You really should because should of too. you. Because of you guys not watching it, it got canceled. Thanks a lot. Netflix Wait. needs to understand that I have my own schedule. And I will get to things and I get to things. And no. I want them to keep making the things I love. Well, you, now you're going to watch it. And when you do, you're going to be like, oh, crap. If only I had watched this earlier, this wouldn't be canceled. That Patrick, sounds like you, you could watch it with Josh. If you could have watched it. No one invited me. No, that's not true. I said, I'm watching this. Y'all, let's watch it. And they said, oh, maybe in five years. Tyler said he was going to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pick sure you up he for Netflix? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, to vamp. take him to Netflix. Vanessa's vamp. You heard it here. Disney killed Jim Henson. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that seems that to be is what thing almost exactly. Might reason. have. We don't know. Frank would know. I don't think that Disney gave him pneumonia. That would be some power. It's like that, you know, there was that cult that poisoned people with salmonella to try to stop votes from happening. Mm-hmm. It's in Oregon. In Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Rashmishi, right? Yeah. Yep. Also on Netflix about them. Uh-huh. Hey, guys, there's finally a uh, R-rated-ish cut of Krampus. At last. Coming to uh, Blu-ray this Christmas. Yes. Wait, an R-rated? I thought it was R-rated. It's PG-13. It's decidedly Gremlins-esque. Huh, and I I don't mind that. I like it the way it is, but it I like the idea of there being a extended cut. Mm-hmm. It's called Krampus the Naughty Cut. Get it? Oh my! Like I the naughty it. and nice list. Oh behave, baby! I just wonder <laughs> if it's gonna be. Oh, here it is, and it's the same movie except somebody says the f word somewhere. So there's already an f word in Krampus. Well, I mean, a there second might be a second more than one, three yeah. times. I'm a little worried about that. I guess now that I think about it. Yeah, you should think about it. Oh, now I'm worried. <laughs> I'm very. I was very enthusiastic when I first heard the news, and I still am. It sounds exciting. The uh, official write-up says. Uh, this November, Scream Factory will release Krampus the Naughty Cut, a new version of the film that restores certain scenes and dialogue that ended up on the cutting room floor to ensure a PG-13 rating. Mm. So for all intents and purposes, it uh, it sounds like they didn't... A lot of these movies get an R, have to recut to get the PG-13. It sounds like maybe they just cut it out because they knew... The MPAA is not going to like this. They're not the mm. MPAA anymore. Now they're just the MPA. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yep. They wow. rebranded. So they're not an associate. Wait, association of? No longer of America. America. They're, just the, they're trying to branch out, even Dang. though I don't, you it's can't just global. do that because other countries have their own rating boards. Hmm. Not like ours. Not like our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Hey, that sounds exciting, though. I'm... I watch Krampus every year, and it'll be fun to sit down and watch a new version of it. Yeah, me too. I hope it's not scarier. This is what I wonder, though. I thought about <laughs> this. I also watch Krampus every year. Really look forward to it. Some years I watch it twice during the Christmas season. Careful, um, Josh. It's in a uh, Christmas institution. Love it. Then I thought to myself, ooh, will I always watch this new version? Will it be different enough that I'll be like, oh, I want to put on. The-. This is a problem I run into with Watchmen sometimes. Every oh. now and then I feel like re-watching Watchmen <clears throat> and I go, do I want to watch the ultimate cut or do I want to watch the director's cut? You know? Yeah. The Snyder it's cut. Tough. I usually land cut. with the director's cut for Watchmen. I do too, but then sometimes you think it would be cool to watch the ultimate cut right now. Do I have three hours? Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. sounds like it'll just be slight difference. That's true. That's true. We'll see. Yeah. There's like no Michael's way to know. mind is made up. <laughs> 
but she might be watching it four times. Vanessa Vision? Hold on to your butts. A naughty Krampus is coming for Christmas. Ooh. Ooh, boy. I hope good. it delivers. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Hold they're going to dump books. the latest Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. They already made it? Michael Bay? It's made. It's not It's not the uh, Platinum Dunes Texas Chainsaw. This is legendary. Ooh. They sold the global rights to the film to Netflix. Uh, it's done. And... Hey, just like we were already talking about, it is a direct sequel to the original movie, which they've already done yeah. twice now. So if you know anything wow. about the franchise. I don't. There's so there's part two with Dennis Hopper. Right, which is a direct sequel to the yeah. original movie. Yeah. Then you get Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface. Yeah. Then you get Texas Chainsaw Massacre, New Generation. With Matthew McConaughey. With Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Wow. Technically, part four, but it's a remake for all intents and purposes. Right, Patrick? You yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just fact checking as you go. And then after Texas Chainsaw Massacre: New Generation, you get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the Jessica zom- Biel. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not the Rob Zombie one. Rob Zombie has never been in this franchise. That's, that's Halloween. Right. So that's the remake that Michael Bay produced. Okay. Not directed, but produced with his Platinum Dunes production company. That prequel got a, or that remake got a prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. I'm doing all this from my memory, so if it's wrong, Patrick's going to say something. It sounds right so far. That remake got a prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, mm-hmm. which was a Leatherface origin story and was the best movie since the original. With that's shocking at this point. In the it's, so it's about the family getting started, just making chili. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know what? This could use some people. <laughs> this could yep. use you some know people. what would make this taste good? Yep. People. Yep. <laughs> Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Something's this. missing. Maybe that's where Tyler went. Oh, oh no. no. Chili competition. Listen to Texas. this little blurb from somebody describing the Texas mas- Massacre, the Next Generation. It says it stars Leatherface as a yelping, pizza-eating transvestite involved in an Illuminati conspiracy to provide a secret society a source of horror. Yes, that's true. That's I, true. Dear. I've never seen a single one of these movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Did that sell Hold you on. on it? But I'm not even done with the franchise. So then mm-hmm. they scrapped that, the remake universe. Yep. And they started again uh, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Yep. It's the first retcon thing. And that is also a direct sequel to the original movie. So much so that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D opens with the final moments of the original film. Mm-hmm. With the same actors, mm-hmm. including uh, the father, like all these people that got to come somehow come back. And no and one's noticed so that they've aged? Oh, yeah. They look ancient. Okay. They probably were I'm made up. they're or, still alive. Wow. Yeah. Um, that movie had the lady from the Baywatch. Uh, yes, uh, Pamela Anderson. No, the, the remake, new Baywatch the re- movie, the new reboot thing. She's a thing. She's famous. She yeah. became famous after that. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, her name. Um, the one with the rock, Ellen DeGeneres. Yep, that's the one. Right, and it was absolutely awful. 
And now, here we go again. Another no, Texas no. Chainsaw Massacre. 2017, there was another prequel called You're Leatherface. Right. That was by a French director. Right. And it was his background. I haven't seen that one, actually. Nor I. Hmm. Well, it's in French, too, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't... Wait, so you're, you're you're expecting me to believe there's some, <laughs> some guy in Texas speaking French and chopping people up with a chainsaw? We, right. we, bro, we. So here's how it goes. Now, we all. having said all that really quickly, for our listeners, if you're wondering about the franchise as well, it goes like this. The original film is a masterpiece of horror movie filmmaking. Nothing From like it. 1977. Yes, nothing like it in the world. Still terrifying to watch now. Yeah, truly right. remarkable. Really great. Really, really incredible. And I show it to people sometimes, and they're like, oh, this is going to be dumb. Oh, look at it. It looks so old. And they end up getting totally freaked out by it's it. It's scary. Yeah. It's definitely scary. Texas Chainsaw 2, they gave him a big budget, and it made a really weird... It was a lot of studio interference. It's a weird, stupid movie. It's got Dennis Hopper with two chainsaws and i thought he had like three he had like one really long one and then he had like two like that's true. yeah i forgot about the long holsters and i'm just like and he's like ridiculous hat yeah. ridiculous um part three don't even waste your time next generation the description patrick read about the pizza chomping whooping transvestite that is an illuminati secret that's all true so it's worth watching just to see how true yeah, i'm sold on that one specifically and matthew mcconaughey and he has a robot leg. Wow. He has a robot leg. Renee Zellweger tried to get it uh, removed. She was so guys. embarrassed by the it. The leg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was her idea. Takes Chainsaw remake. It's okay. It's kind of cool at the time with Jessica Biel. It was cool because it was still pretty brutal. Super brutal. And it has one of the best opening sequences yes. of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Really? I'll say that. First I'm, like 10 minutes. And this was while she was doing Seventh Heaven, which it is was yeah weird. yeah when she made the jump to movie star. Wow, still still could pass as like teen you know scream queen thing. And then um, uh, the prequel, like I said, that was I thought that was actually really good, really gritty, brutal horror movie, worth watching if you like that kind of thing. Three D, horrible. Haven't seen the French one, and we don't know what's going on with this. Fide Alvarez, who directed the Evil Dead reboot and Don't Breathe, which were both great. Mm -hmm. He is Hmm. producing the new Texas Chainsaw movie, which is a direct sequel. Hmm. And it's going to be on Netflix, which, uh, as Liam says, comes with TVs. And I just looked. You could watch Leatherface, the French one that we're missing, on Peacock with ads. Hmm. With ads. If you like ads, go Peacock. Check it out. I'm drowning under a flood of Texas Chainsaw information. Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw fire hose. We I should, mean, I'm, we I'm should, excited. Uh, screen the original with you. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Should we do it in the in the theater? Yeah. Why not? Sounds spooky. Can we get Bethany to come watch that? I think she'd like that one. <laughs> that would be very funny to get her reaction. I guess we have an excuse now because this movie's coming out. Yeah, if you guys want to see that, uh, reach out to Ball in 85. Let her know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this free insight into our Patreon bonus episodes. We're doing this kind of thing every month at patreon.com slash youhatemovies, where, again, you can shell out the price of a cup of coffee every month and get bonus 
You Hate Movies episodes. If you're looking for other ways to support You Hate Movies, you can always make your way over to the Apple Podcast app and leave a glowing five-star review on this podcast. It's simple and free, fast, and it's a great way to keep the lights on here at You Hate Movies Studios. Let us know what you think about the latest moves by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com. While you're there, there are dozens upon dozens upon dozens of episodes that you can revisit and love all over again. 